Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But when I'm teaching and helping, you can't shut me up. But outside of that, give me a book, give me a movie. The last thing I want to do is small talk. So my point in that is I'm this introverted mad scientist that just obsesses. And I obsess about one thing, and that's how do I make entrepreneurs' lives better? And so out of that, I just create tools and ideas and concepts that make you and all the other entrepreneurs in the world lives easier. What's up, guys? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershaz, and I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine is about two things. Number one, people are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world. Doing both of these despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews of world-class speakers and business leaders showcasing their origin story, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now, so it can help you step into your greatness within your own life, business, and career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years in entrepreneurship as a CEO to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation and messages, and I'm stoked to have you guys here. Oh my gosh, guys, welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde, and boy, do we have a special guest today, my man, Gino Wickman's in the house. What's up, my brother? Pleasure to be here, my friend. I'm really looking forward to this. So guys, Gino is a serial entrepreneur, founder of EOS Worldwide, author and award of the award-winning books, Traction, Get a Grip, Rocket Fuel, How to Be a Great Boss, What the Heck is EOS, and his new book. I'm just showing you what it is right here, Entrepreneur Leap. I got, I got... I got a signed copy. That's what I got. So, so Gino, I don't even know if you remember sending me that. But yeah, we got the main man, the, the king of traction onto his new project. And I feel so lucky to have you here to talk about all the great things you're up to. So thank you for, for joining us, man. It's just, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I always advise people and recommend that they let their freak flag fly. And you've got that mastered, my friend. I, do, I own that stuff. <laughs> so um, let's let's let's. Let's get started. Like, let's back up a, a few steps here. I mean, man, you've written a bunch of books, uh, and, and your your books are, are like no joke. Okay, I just want to. Can I give a little bit of a background on on you and me? Because we don't have a huge history, but we do have a little bit of it. Yeah, and I would appreciate the refresher as well. So fire away. So okay, so I'm going to back up. I've been I get gifted books. Like like behind me, I got books. I got stacks of books all over the place. So people are always sending me business books. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I built businesses from startup to you know thousand employees, 
And um, a few years ago, my business, uh, about 2015, my, my business partner comes up to me and he just had this book he read that he loved called Rocket Fuel. And he said, oh, you got to go take this test, man. I know you're going to be like a 96% visionary. And he's a 96% integrate, right? So I'm like, oh, I got And I love taking those tests. So I take the test. Of course, I'm like a 96% visionary and like I fail like a zero on integrator. Uh-huh. And, and, and we're great. We're great partners because I, I took that integrate the visionary role and he took the integrator role. And so that's my first, mind you, I, I don't, did not know who Gino was at the time. I was, uh, I was very entrenched in scaling up using the scaling up methodology in my business. Um, I know Vern, Vern's a friend of mine. Um, and so, you know, it wasn't too familiar with traction. And, and now fast forward two years later, 2017, I'm at this, this alumni group at MIT and I'm talking to a fellow entrepreneur and I'm just talking to him about all the different things that I'm up to. And he just says, man, have you ever heard of traction? I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, you know, I, I just wasn't familiar at that point. And, and so he starts saying, oh, you know, like if, if you should really check it out. So I, I call my business partner up, who again, he's the integrator. I'm like, hey, I was referred by a guy I respect that we should check out traction. So he reads it before I'm gone at MIT for the weekend. I don't even get home. He's done with the book. He's like, oh my God, this is amazing, man. We got to, you know, we got to, we got to try some of this stuff. So, and, and we're doing a bunch of the best practices for, for, you know, entrepreneur operating systems through the scaling up model, through some of our own stuff. And so fast, fast forward, I go home and I don't know what it was. For some reason at that moment, I, your name looked familiar. And I realized that Su- this woman, Susan Schaefer, who was an employee of mine, was your neighbor. And she said, you should meet my friend Gino, like a year in between. And wow. you and I had communicated over email. So I came back, I emailed you, I said, hey, I was supposed to connect with you like two or three years ago, but my employee, Susan, knows you and she says that we should connect. And I think you and I had a really brief conversation. And that's, that's our, I know you talked to a lot of people, but that's our origin story. Yeah, that, that just connected a lot of dots. So that's great. And I do remember signing that book, you know, that's not something I normally do. So there's something about you that uh, stood out. Oh, I, I probably my pink unicorn over my shoulder, but um, yeah, yeah. So, so that that was it. And I'll tell you what, um, I, I now consider myself an in, integral type of CEO. I I, I kind of pick and choose different parts of different systems I love, and so I love the one page strategic plan that Scaling Up does. I love the L10 from your your EOS system. I have my book, which you were so gracious to to give me a blurb on. Um, and, and the core values, which is the underpinnings of all these things. And I believe that, you know, when you start tying all those things together, you, you can really, you know, for most people, they're not going to get as nerdy as I am and start tying multiple systems together. But um, it, may, it changes your life. When you're, when you're an entrepreneur and you're getting started, usually what I, at least in my experience, most people are working for someone else. They're doing something, but they have that itch to go do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And usually it's what they're already doing, but they're just doing it themselves. And and so for me, having been a CEO, I did that. I grew a business, high growth business, got my teeth kicked in hard because I didn't understand those best practices around strategy, strategy, execution, these different assets that we build in the business to, to get our teams to work better together. And so for me, it was, it was all done through trial and error and through failure. And, and it's really cool to, you know, actually talk to someone who's made a massive dent in that world. So Hmm. I really appreciate the work that you've done and um, it's changed my business life. That's for sure. So thank you for all that work. Yeah. And be still my heart. You know, when I hear that, it takes me all the way back to, you know, 
18 years ago when I started writing Traction in the hopes that, you know, I would hear a story like this and launching it, you know, probably 13, 14 years ago and selling a thousand copies in my first year and, you know, kind of grinding it out and building it and we'll be close to a million copies total sold. Wow. So it just reminds me of the whole journey and why I wrote it. And it, you know, just so great to hear the impact it's had on you. And everything that you just said, you know, I would urge anyone listening that's an entrepreneur and has a business. It's all about just having an operating system, you know. So that's the term I coined now almost 20 years ago. And that is an operating system. I created an operating system for an entrepreneur to run their business on, the entrepreneurial operating system, EOS. And the fact that you took two systems and combined them into one and created your own. Amen and hallelujah. At the end of the day, you just have to pick your operating system, run on one, and forward you go. So kudos to you for being creative enough to put, put all the pieces together. Yeah, it, it, you know, I joke, and, and, and my book's around how do you take core values and operationalize those into strategy and execution. So I, I always say that us core values when discovered, designed, rolled out, implemented, and measured can actually supercharge execution and strategy. And, and that's where I think I'm kind of, that's, I'm in the beginning part of my journey of, of, of that 20 year journey to make the book something important. Um, but I'll, I'll say this, I say to everybody, I didn't do it, like, I'm just, I'm not, a, I'm not a very smart person when it comes to this stuff. I'm a really good entrepreneur and I'm a grit and I have way too much grit and passion. So I just did it. There's 10 ways to do it. I did the nine wrong ways first, and then I, I lucked on the 10th because there was only one option left. And eventually, you start to figure things out. You know, I think that to your point, though, and, and look, this is backing up, right? I was doing this stuff almost 20 years ago, too. There wasn't a lot of these resources out there. You know, Sure. And I love that you're using Vern stuff. He's a genius. I love that guy. And he was a big inspiration for me going back over 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. He, he, so I, the way I got introduced to all this stuff was through his birthing a giant's program. Yeah. So I was a BOG grad. I got introduced to it. Vern was my teacher. He's my mentor, more or less. And I was a scaling up business. And then I just, you know, as time goes on, and I, you know, some people they they're orthodox, and some people are unorthodox. I'm more of an integral guy. I, I I use conscious capitalism in my systems. I use my own stuff. I use your your stuff, his stuff. But but to your point, picking an operating system. And and I use your, you know, is that trademark? Do you own that trademark, Entrepreneur Operating System? Yes. Oh, I, well, I, I, I will give you credit every time I say it because I say it all the time, which is you need to I go, look, at the end of the day, you have to pick an, an Entrepreneur Operating System when you're, because when you're little, there's too many people wearing too many hats and they're mixing things up too much and you have to get some swim lanes and you have to get some, some systems in place or else you just can't grow. That's the reality. You yeah. Know. By the way, keep saying it that way. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did I say it wrong? No, it only helps the cause. So you're oh. saying entrepreneurial operating system, that's what it is. So it's only good marketing for all of us. So oh, anyway. yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's funny when people get, sometimes people get really territorial about their ideas or their, their words or like, I, I see people do that sometimes. And I'm like, man, it's a big world. Everyone has their own idea. Everyone, every, everything has been done. <laughs> you know, it's just a question of making it better and spreading the word. And, and you know, entrepreneurism is a lonely path. You know, it's a really, really lonely path. It's really painful. And I would love to hear your entrepreneurial like origin story. How did you get started, man? 
Yeah, so um, I'll kind of give you the lightning fast version, and then you decide if you want to drill down on anything. But um, as we get into this new book that I wrote, you know, one of the traits of a true entrepreneur is you tended to sell stuff when you were a kid. And so it goes all the way back to when I was six or seven, remembering washing cars, shoveling snow, cutting lawns, selling candy, all the same entrepreneurial stories, but then shoot forward to high school, graduated high school barely with a solid 2.3 GPA, did not go to college. Academia was not for me. I could not wait to get the hell out of it, the education system. Um, I just wanted to go to work. I wanted to make money. And so I had all these crazy entrepreneurial experiences leading up to taking over a family business when I was 25 years old. I got involved in the business at 24, took it over at 25, did a big turnaround, took me about three years, ran it for seven years. We then decided to successfully sell it. There were three of us that were partners. My dad, our third partner, we each owned a third of the business. I stayed on for a year and a half and then retired from the company as I transitioned in the new leadership team and then took this leap to create and build EOS Worldwide. Uh, in there, uh, I'm, I'm a 23-year student of Dan Sullivan's Strategic Coach Program, which has had a huge impact me, on me. I was a, a member of Young Entrepreneurs Organization, now known as Entrepreneurs Organization. I found myself helping a lot of my EO brethren. I had an incredible mentor in my dad, who's an amazing entrepreneur and a gentleman by the name of Sam Cup. And I was just this sponge for knowledge. And I was obsessed all through my 20s about really trying to learn what made businesses successful and what made entrepreneurs successful. And so I basically took all of that experience and packaged it up into EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, and took that to the world at around 32 years old. Could I ask a question on that? Because, you know, I, I look at, you know, right now, this is me being selfish because I've created my kind of framework on how do you take that one piece of the, 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 the puzzle, which is core values. And I'm, I'm a self-described core value evangelist. I believe that, you know, core values, the definition of core values is it's the fundamental beliefs of a person or organization, right? So like, I believe that they have an opportunity to become the language of the organization. And when that happens, they kind of become viral and sticky. And they, like I said earlier, supercharge execution and, and strategy. So like for me though, I, I was just trial and errored in, in my own business. My case study were my companies and I trial and errored it until it worked in, in a way. And then I kind of did what you did. Yeah, I'm in my EO forums. I have my EO brethren and I hear people have a problem. I'm like, Oh, have you thought about blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, I didn't think about that next meeting. They come back like, Hey, that really worked. I'm like, yeah, that's how it works. And, uh, and over a uh, really over a decade plus, I kind of slowly fine-tuned it. How did you, I mean, EOS is a really, you know, it's a really fine-tuned system. How did you, did you build that with your dad in your business? Did you build it afterwards? How did you guys come, or how did you come up with that? 100% built afterwards, but it was a culmination of everything I learned in my 20s. So I learned so much from my dad. And so, you know, my dad and his philosophies is built into that. My my mentor, Sam Cup, and his teaching is built into that. And then all of the thought leaders that I follow, Jim Collins, Lencioni, Vern Harness, certainly, as we mentioned, Dan Sullivan, and then literally just a hundred others, because things like Earl Nightingale and uh, Think and Grow Rich and the teachings and the learnings there. Tony Robbins, and I could literally just keep going, Jim Rowan. And so there's just all these different learnings that when I sold the family business, 
I sold it knowing that I was going to go pursue my unique ability, as Dan Sullivan calls it. And I realized that I'm on the face of this earth to help entrepreneurs get everything they want out of their businesses. And so when I took that leap, it took me five years. I tested, honed, tried, experimented with so many different ideas and tools. And and I call it pulling levers. I just kept pulling levers with my clients. Over five years, 500 sessions with 50 clients, 50 companies, I finally put the finishing touches on what is now EOS. And so it was just this messy, obsessive experimentation of a bunch of different disciplines and ideas. And and the ones that worked, I kept. The ones that didn't work as well, I threw out. And so I literally tried a thousand things and ultimately whittled it down to 20 tools that have the most impact on an organization. And, And our clients are 10 to 250 person privately held companies. Right. And so, so you, um, yeah, wow. And like every word you're saying, I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's resonating with me in ways that it's hard to explain right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's really interesting to hear that that's how, how it happened. And so those five years, that was the experimentation. That was you in the lab, messing around, figuring it out, tightening it up, making it perfect. And then you brought it out as, is that when you wrote the book or no, how did that yeah. work? So yes, and like here, I'll give you an example. So running the family business during the three-year turnaround phase, a year and a half into the turnaround, I realized that my dad and I were kind of bumping heads and roles and responsibilities were unclear. And so I literally locked the three of us, the three partners in a room and, and illustrated the first iteration of the accountability chart and created the visionary integrator concept. So you know Rocket Fuel, you know the concept. And so it was literally created then because I realized that my dad was a visionary and I heard my mentor utter the words visionary. And then I realized I was the integrator at that time. And I, and I, I got that word by hearing Michael Gerber in, a, in an audio recording utter those words. And so it's, it's, again, it's this messy experiential thing, but that was the spawning of the accountability chart and the visionary integrator rocket fuel concept, which wow. I later, you know, that was probably. I was probably 28, 27 at that point, maybe 27. All of a sudden, that didn't come out until I was 32, 33 years old when I started working with my clients and seeing that same thing start to appear. And so it was all just kind of real world in the trenches with my clients, learning real time, trying a bunch of stuff. And then I was probably three years into those five years, when I really, I had put the finishing touches on it, I would say two, two and a half years in, but I'm really obsessive and I wanted to prove it for a couple more years. So I started writing the book, but the book didn't, it took me three years to write that book. And so the book was finally finished at that five-year mark. I really felt like I had something by that five-year mark. And then that's when I went out and found my partner, Don Tinney. He proved that someone else could teach this system like I could. We join forces and shoot forward in time. We now have 375 EOS implementers all over the world, 100,000 companies running on EOS. Yeah. It continues to grow at you know 30% a year as it did 30, 40% a year for the last 12 years. And so are you, so now you're, I mean, you've made, made a huge mark um, and, you know, I'm going to stroke your ego right now. I was, um, I was on a EO alumni page. And I can't remember. It was, you know, people, it's like, it's basically past EOers because I'm not, I'm out of EO now. And, and they were asking questions around like, it was something around how do you implement for execution or strategy? And out of the 15 answers, like 
12 or 13 where we do EOS, we do EOS. I mean, and it's it's really gone viral, you know. I mean, honestly, I mean, you would probably know you obviously know that better than anybody else. But but it's fun to watch it from my perspective because I don't have a dog in the in the fight. I, you know, like I'm just kind of casually watching the world in front of me of my friends and what they're doing. And and how does it feel for you to like have you have this vision, have these ideas, put it out there? You know, 18, 20 years ago. That's when you started this experimentation, and here we are now, and and it really has made a huge mark. Like, how does that feel for you? Well, I mean, it feels good, but but this will help you uh, understand me a little bit because it's I, I just I don't have a lot of ego around it, and when I named it, I made sure that my name was the furthest thing. So, a hundred years from now, I want the world to know EOS. They don't need to know my name, and, and so with that, my style is to set really big goals bust my ass to make those goals a reality and then kind of move on to the next thing. So what's important to understand about this history is I sold EOS Worldwide two and a half years ago. I don't know if you knew that, but, you know, so I still own 12 and a half percent of the company. I still own all the books. I still have EOS clients because that's my number one love. I still speak. And so I'm still the EOS guy and half my working time is still EOS stuff, but it has nothing to do with growing that business. I've been out of the day to day of that business for at least five, if not six years because that's just not fun to me. I feel like that idea has been birthed and now much smarter people than me are now taking it to the next level. And I just kind of play in the things that I enjoy playing with in EOS. So it thrills me that it's reached so many people, but that was always the goal for what that's worth. And, and the goal that I set 20 years ago was for us EOS implementers to literally take 10,000 companies through the process. That's where we have that intimate relationship and the goal was to hit that by the end of year 2020. And I literally said it 20 years ago, and we're going to hit it almost to the number. And so that's just the power of setting big 10-year goals. That was a 20-year goal. And, and so now I'm on to the next big goal, and we'll talk about that when we get there. But I thought that that was really important to share. So it feels good. You know, I'm proud of it. I'm happy with it. But, I, but you know, if, if, if they, the people that I sold it to, if they sadly run it into the ground, Case Sarah, I'm on to the next thing. I don't think they will, right. but I, I'm not attached to it like that. My work is done there, and I, and I fully hope and expect that, like I said, 100 years from now, millions of companies are going to run on that system, and people are going to speak that language. But, but now I'm on to the next thing, and, uh, and so that's, that's how I feel about it. No, I love it. it and and um, I love the BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goal. I think that, that's Jim Collins, right? Um, yeah. So comes from the military, big hairy ass goal, and then he called it big hairy audacious goal. But yeah, Jim Collins gets ninety nine point nine percent of the credit for that. Interesting. I knew I didn't know he got it from the military. A lot of the good things around organizational structure comes from the military. Um, well, they they have such high stakes, right? People die if they don't do their job well. You know, mortgage company where I came from, uh, you know, the stakes aren't that high. But the power of the BHAG is powerful. It's uh, my business, when I got there, I just exited my company in July. But uh, when I got there, I said at BHAG that we would help 1 million people gain and retain home ownership by the year 2023. And want to know how many people we had done it at that point in time? I'm guessing very few. <laughs> yeah, it was like 5,000, right? Wow. Right now, they're at like 500,000. Wow. And 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 people were like, "How are you going to do it?" I'm like, "I don't know. You put it out there, and you'll figure it out." You know, like that's, that's the power of the BHAG, right? Good for you. 
So yeah, I love hearing that you guys had that big BHAG because when you set them, people are like, that's a crazy number, right? Right now, my BHAG for my book is to have help create 1 million core value-driven organizations by 2030. I don't know how the hell I'm going to get there, but we'll figure it out, right? That's how it works. You know, I love to bring a couple of things together based on what you said, you know, but so that term, you know, as I understand it, it comes from the military, but you said something really important because there are no new business ideas in the way of running a business. And so I love that you said that in, in traction in the first few pages, I literally write, there's nothing new here. And so you're right. The military probably created most of these business disciplines because it's about you know, harnessing human energy. And, and they obviously obsess about how to do that better than anyone else. The point there is, though, is, you know, how to plan, how to meet, how to solve problems, how to run a company. That, that stuff has been around and reinvented 7,000 times over. And so it's just a matter for you out there to figure out how you want to meet, you want to plan, you want to solve problems, you want to run processes. And EOS is a way to do that. Vern stuff is a way to do that. And there's 10,000 others, or you can create your own. Bottom line is just run on an operating system. Yeah, totally. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Darius here. And by now you might know that I'm passionate about a few things. Pizza, pink unicorns, core values, and down dirty, interesting conversation with some amazing people. However, the biggest one that I've spent most of my career on is entrepreneurship and scale. You see, look, my first few years in business, I spent like probably a good five years of my life getting my freaking teeth kicked. I mean, really getting crushed. And I learned a lot during that time period. So I spent the greater part of the last couple of years helping entrepreneurs scale their businesses in a meaningful way without going through the same growing pains that I did. And what I realized is that CEOs and business leaders don't know if they can scale and thus they do the right thing at the wrong times. This causes them to lose clarity, lose momentum, alignment, and the bottom line is you lose money. And look, you don't have to do that. It's why I created what I call the scalability assessment. And you can access it 100% for free. That's right, guys. There are perks to listening to The Greatness Machine. All you have to do is go to DariusScale.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S scale, S-C-A-L-E.com. And there, you can check to see if your business is set up to scale properly. It's going to give you a scalability score at the end, and it's also going to give you some clarity on what you can do next. Once again, guys, that's www.itsdariusscale.com. Once again, guys, it's dariusscale.com. And now back to the show. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius Mishazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stop me from fully enjoying the little things in life, canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now. And let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's fast forward right now. You got you got the the new book, dude. Let's hear about it. Like, what was it born out? This is the new pro, the new big project, right? Yeah, you bet. So so when we you know we talk about this history. So when I was forty years old, as I was building EOS Worldwide, I said when I turn fifty, I'm going to shift my energy and I'm going to focus on the front end of the entrepreneurial journey. And so now for thirty years, I've been obsessing about helping successful entrepreneurs become even more successful. Uh, and so now I want to go to the front end of the journey. And so when I turned 50, it's one of the reasons I sold the business to free up my energy and my creativity. Um, and so that's exactly what I'm doing. And so I've written a book called Entrepreneurial Leap. Everything we're about to talk about is free and downloadable at e-leap.com. But the whole idea here is that is my next passion. I want to help and impact a million entrepreneurs in the making in the next 10 years. So there's that big goal or BHAG, as you said it, we call it a 10-year target. And, and so that's the goal. And what I'm doing, there's an old saying that says, we teach what we needed the most by Danielle Kennedy. And that's what I'm doing. I'm teaching my 18-year-old self, who was a mislabeled derelict. I was an entrepreneur in the making. I was lost, confused, scared. I had no idea what I was. I was so different than my friends. And, and, and I'm helping that 18-year-old me get a better jumpstart on life. Because if I knew what I was at 18, I didn't realize what I was until about 29. I would have had an 11 year jumpstart. And so this is for anyone out there, any age, you could be six or 106. 
But if you are exhibiting these traits, these signs, these characteristics that all of us true entrepreneurs do, you are an entrepreneur in the making. And I'm going to show you a way to become why you were put on the face of this earth, show you a way to get there faster and help you eliminate half the mistakes you're about to make. And so I call it the 4%. It's about 4% of the population are true entrepreneurs. And my goal is to find every one of you and, and show you a life that is absolute heaven. So let's talk about those four percenters, right? The derelicts, the the change makers, the the people that that don't, you know. I mean, I'm surrounded by them, so for me, they're they're the norm, right? And as, yeah. as I'm sure they are for you. Yeah. But and, and entrepreneurs are such a fun breed, right? Because they're you know we were creators, yeah. you know, like we get bored easily, kind of ADD. We want to, you know, even if you're not ADD, you kind of are because you always see the shiny object. You want to do something with it. Mm-hmm. But when you think of that 4%, the people that want to get into that. And, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to go to my 18 year old self, you know, my early t- entrepreneurial journey, which was, I used to say, I'll just dive in head first and I'll figure it out when I'm in there, which, yeah. you know, you know, looking back now is I get why I did it, but it, I would never do that now because it's very painful to do that. There's a lot of bruises and scrapes and scratches and, and everything that I learned was basically through pain. Right. So when you think of those four percenters when they're getting in and they really want to grow their business, right? Get it off the ground, become an entrepreneur, grow it the right way, have something that is meaningful, that creates something that they want to have, that they enjoy doing. What type of advice do you have for those folks? Yeah. And it's, you, know, you said so much there. There's 17 different things I want to say right now. So I'm, I'm handpicking a couple because you use the word pain. And so I want to start there. Because that's exactly it. You know, I, I feel like I'm here to help entrepreneurs out of ignorance and suffering because the silly and stupid stuff they do, half of it is avoidable. And it's, and it's that pain that is avoidable. And so that's what I'm trying to do. And that's what I'm doing is heading that pain off at the pass. And so what I'm doing for the 4% is a couple things. So the book is written in three parts. It's called Confirm, Glimpse, and Path. And so the first step is to first confirm that you are a true entrepreneur in the making. There's an assessment you can take free on the website. Like I said, e-leap.com. You score 90 or higher, odds are you're a true entrepreneur, one of the 4%. But at the same time, if you score low, you are probably not a true entrepreneur. And this is a cautionary tale. Right now, the, the whole world is so lathered up about entrepreneurship. Everybody wants to be one. And it's very, very dangerous because many of these people should not. And they're going to be miserable for 10 years. You want to talk about that pain. That pain is magnified by a factor of 10 if you don't have these six essential traits. And so every true entrepreneur has six essential traits. Very quickly, they are visionary, passionate, problem solver, driven, risk taker, and responsible. And that assessment is going to tell you if you have them. And so that's the first step is to confirm that you have them and you're a true entrepreneur. Assuming you do, now follow the bouncing ball. What I'm going to do next is I'm going to show you a glimpse, okay? And so the power and the psychology of this journey is if you have those six essential traits, once you see glimpse, it is going to light you up and we just need to harness your racehorse energy because you're going to want to run. And so what I do in glimpse is a few things. First of all, I share countless real-world stories of people who are right where you are in, in, in what they did to get to where they got. So you learn from people's real-world experience. Number two, 
I share a day in the life of an entrepreneur. And so what I believe in Glimpse, what I'm doing is if I can show you the future and create a context for the future, I believe that knowledge, you will inherently avoid half the mistakes. And so when I talk about the day in the life, I share the dream and the nightmare, heaven and hell. And sadly, most entrepreneurs are living the nightmare. Right. And, and I show what the dream looks like so you can see what's possible. All of our EOS clients are living the dream. But what it is, when you get clear on that, I show the eight critical mistakes that almost every entrepreneur makes during the startup phase that are all avoidable. And I'll come back to that point in just a second. But, but you can avoid every single one of them, as I did building EOS Worldwide, because I knew all of this going in. And then the third thing I do in Glimpse is I help you crystallize the perfect business for you. I help you understand what business you're built for because every entrepreneur is not cut out to build every business. And I'm deeply concerned about the, all the hype around billion dollar tech unicorns and people thinking that that's the ultimate destination for an entrepreneur. It's dangerous. Yeah. So, so what I do is I create a tool called My Biz Match. Again, every tool I mention is free and downloadable. But what it does is it takes you on this journey and you click on these buttons, takes you about 20 minutes. And you're answering, what industry are you drawn to? And then within the industry, what type of business are you drawn to? Are you a product entrepreneur? Are you a service entrepreneur? Are you a B2B entrepreneur? Are you a B2C entrepreneur? Those two businesses could not be more different. Are you high price, low volume? Are you low price, high volume? And then within that, what's the size of business you want to build? And so my passionate plea to the world is, listen, building a $5 million heating and cooling company with, that generates a 20% profit is admirable. And by the way, hard to do. And so what this does is it helps you realize the perfect business for you. Because if you start the business that you're built for and drawn to, your odds just soared that you're going to be successful. Right. And then from there, like I said, once you see that, boom, you are lit up, you are ready to go. And it's like, we got to hold you back and harness that energy. And then we do that in PATH. And what PATH is all about is showing you a way that helps you eliminate half the mistakes you're about to make and greatly increases the odds that you're going to succeed. And, and if you're ready to go to PATH, are you ready to do that? So if you are, then what I do, and you tell me what jumps out at you because you know your audience better than I do, but in there, the chapters in PATH are college or not. So if you're 17 years old or younger, I give you all the facts and data so that right. you can make a decision for yourself about whether you should go to college or not as an entrepreneur in the making. I share then how to discover your passion. I then share how to find a mentor. I then share the power of 10-year thinking. I share the eight disciplines to greatly increase your odds of success. And then I show the nine stages of building your business. Yeah, I think our audience is going to be uh, probably the, the, la the latter half of that. You know, like, like these are going to be people that they probably have a business or they've, if, if they're not on, I would, I would argue that most of my audience is going to be probably more of the EO, YPO type of folks and maybe people yeah. who are aspiring to be that, their early stage, yeah. right? But they have a business already. It's yeah. just, are they, are, to your point, it's funny how you said this, because are they in the right business? Because the worst thing that you can do is find yourself 10 years later in the wrong business. And you know what's funny? I was kind I kind of did that. I kind of ended up, in, you know, I made it work, but it was a lot of pain to get there. And, and I, I did it for the wrong reasons. I chased dollars, you know, and it, it, it's so much fun, more fun if you're 
if you're doing something that you, you know, what's the Warren Buffett say? Tap dance to work every day, right? Yeah. You know, and you say that. So let's assuming your audience is an existing entrepreneur that's relatively successful, an unintended good consequence of this book that I had never intended because I wrote it for an entrepreneur in the making at any age. But what's happening is a lot of visionaries, successful entrepreneurs are reading this. And what happens is it's like you're reading your autobiography. You're going to realize that what you just did for the next for the last 10, 20 years, it's not a coincidence. But what it does is it literally fires you up. It recenters you as an entrepreneur. It literally gets back to your soul. You're going to have a ton of ahas. And yes, you're going to do a checkup to make sure that you're doing everything right. So that was the unintended consequence. The other thing, too, is if there are successful entrepreneurs out there listening to this, this book is an amazing tool to help you mentor entrepreneurs in the making. And so if you have a passion for mentoring entrepreneurs, I promise you I do 80% of the heavy lifting for you. And then the other thing is for anyone that wants to join forces with me, I have something I call collaborators. We have 65 collaborators now. And so these are people, these are colleges, high schools, for-profits, non-profits, anybody out there teaching entrepreneurs in the making, and they're just looking for more great content. You use all of this content for free, no contracts, no money changes hands. You get to be even more of a hero to your audience. And so there's a button on the website that says, become a collaborator. Click on that. Let's have a conversation and see if that's something that you have interest in or bringing into your organization that is teaching. And I give you a ton of free tools that make you an expert and a hero to that audience. Can I ask you a question on these tools? Because you, you seem to have been very good at like, like even just like creating, let's say go back to the visionary integrator like assessment. How did you, st- how did you start to figure out how to create these assessments? Well, I think it goes with any of the tools. I have OCD and ADD, actually ADHD, okay? So um, so I have this very high detail orientation and this very creative, I'm like this introverted mad scientist, okay? So like, for instance, I'm doing this podcast. I did not do one single podcast for 20 years building EOS Worldwide because I don't want to be out there. I don't want my face out there. I don't need my face out there but I need to do it for this project. Something about it feels right. And so this is like podcast number 75 with this new project and I'm having a blast with it. But when I'm teaching and helping, you can't shut me up. But outside of that, give me a book, give me a movie. The last thing I want to do is small talk. So my point in that is I'm this introverted mad scientist that just obsesses and I obsess about one thing and that's how do I make entrepreneurs' lives better? And so out of that, I just create tools and ideas and concepts that make you and all the other entrepreneurs in the world lives easier. Yeah, that's awesome. Because it, 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 it's funny, like going back to the, one of the things you said earlier in the show, you said, you know, now it's like this whole rock star, be an entrepreneur, you know, it's, it's a cool thing to do. And I'm, you know, I'm on the kind of the end of Gen X, right? Tip, you know, I was born in 78. So I'm end of Gen X. A couple of years later, the millennials show up. I graduated college in 2000. I lived in San Francisco in you know 2001, 2, 3, all the way to 2017. I live in Austin now. But when I first started my business, 2003, I was 25 years old. I was the only entrepreneur I knew, uh, like none. That like that, and I lived in San Francisco, which is yeah. a super entrepreneurial city. Yeah. So for me to say that is a shocking right. statement. For sure, it just goes to show you how much different of a world we live in now compared to even as little as 17 years ago, right? Now there's this whole cachet. What are you? Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. And I'm like, 
Like, what's your business? Oh, I'm just getting it started. And I'm like, okay, so you want to be an entrepreneur, but you're, you aren't quite an entrepreneur yet. You know, like, or, you know, maybe it's a frame of mind. I, I don't mean to hate on people, but it's really hard to go out there to start at zero and kill what you eat until you have something that actually you can scale. That's a really hard thing to do. For sure. You know, and, and I'm also, as you're talking, I'm thinking about your question and how I create these tools. You know, when you ask about the visionary assessment, you know, it's interesting because where that comes from is I was probably 10 years into teaching this. And I had by then, I mean, worked with hundreds, if not thousands of visionaries. And my mind sees patterns and trends. OK, and so I see that. And so what I do is I sit down and I think about if I'm going to list all the quirky things about a visionary, they just flow out of me because I've seen it a thousand times. They are this. They are this. They aren't this. Here's something they're really bad at. Here's something they're really good at. And boom, all of a sudden, there's these 20 descriptors. You just flip those into a questionnaire. Boom, you've got a visionary questionnaire. So that's, you know, how, that's how this stuff just comes out of me. Well, man, you're, we're like speaking the same language. So it, it, it's funny when you're describing yourself. Uh, by the way, I, I describe myself as a culture building mad scientist. Just, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's on my Twitter profile. And it's been on there for 10 years. So um, that's cool. That's your creativity. That's your entrepreneurial spirit coming out. And this is like, to your point, you got kudos to you for figuring out a way to express your creativity in this way. And then to now be able to take it all the way back to Gino back in the day and say, hey, man, it doesn't have to be this hard. Exactly. In fact, here's a roadmap for you because I'm going to get you from zero to something and you're in the right spot when something's there, not in the wrong spot. Am I, am I reading that right? hundred percent. And my mind goes to two places on that. You know, Number one, that's that ignorance and suffering. I'm trying to end entrepreneurial ignorance and suffering because mm -hmm. it's not necessary. Number two, I just think about, wow, so just picture 30 years from now when when a million entrepreneurs in the making at a minimum, it's, uh, it could be upwards of 10 million, but let's just say a million have taken their entrepreneurial leap with this knowledge. Oh, I mean, just extrapolate that. Less stress, more success, getting there faster, more awareness going in. It's like, ah, I just get so excited about what's possible and what's about to happen. Now, with that said, I am busting my fucking ass, getting this message to the world, 75 podcasts, creating videos and content and writing. So right now it's this messy startup phase getting this to the world, but I'm having a freaking blast. And, and every day I see that end game 10 years from now, it just motivates the hell out of me. And hopefully you're allowed to say the F word on your podcast. Oh, dude, I, I, I didn't know if you were into it. I love saying that. <laughs> I've, been, I, I've been watching my mouth, man. You know, yeah, like, you know, there's, there, yeah, but fuck it. I'm going to say fuck a lot. <laughs> it's one of my favorite words. Yeah, it is my favorite word. Next to love, love and fuck. Um, so let's, let's talk. Um, gosh, I had something I was going to say and I'm forgetting it right now. I'm going to, I'll remember it. But, you know, you know what I was going to say was, hmm. you know, I'm, I'm kind of standing on, on my, my hill and saying, you know, I really think that we have a lot of messiness going on in the world around us today. And I believe entrepreneurism is actually the answer to all. Because it's the we're the creators, and we can't expect the powers that be. And I know we're not we don't want to get into politics, but we can't expect. I don't expect the powers to be to fix our problems. But I look at entrepreneurs, and I'm a, and I say this to people. I said I believe entrepreneurs will fix the world in every single way that they, that is possible right now. And so when you talk about giving the keys to the castle on helping people, because I'll tell you what, nothing kills entrepreneurs more than that first beginning start, and then you get crushed. 
Yeah. And then you get that bad taste in your mouth. And you go, man. And, and you know how it, it goes. I always tell people, they say, Darius, what's one advice you'd give to your you know, 20-year-old self? I said, don't listen to the naysayers. Everyone tells you you can't do stuff because they're just expressing their own self-doubt, right? And I just had such a stupid high self-esteem. I was like, ah, whatever. I don't care what they say. I'm gonna, I felt the innate pull to do it regardless of what people said. So but to give people that, that initial bump, help them with that quote-unquote entrepreneurial leap so they get to the other side, being where they want to be, how they want to be there, I just, man, I you just kind of blew my mind because I'm like, that's how this is going to happen. That's how you're going to make so much more value created in the world. I love it. What you're doing, Gino. And and I don't, I don't want to parrot anything you said, but we are 100% in agreement. And just imagine the 4%, those entrepreneurs in the making going forward, discovering their passion. And there's 10,000 answers to whatever the heck that means. Mine is entrepreneurs. You know, it, we go through all 10,000 passions, but going forward, pursuing their passion, building organizations that are putting that dent in the universe, you're absolutely right. That solves every problem. Total, free, total freedom, capitalism, no holds barred, let it fly. Absolutely, 100% agree with every word you said. And you know what's interesting about the, the numbers, right? Like, I'm going to bring this down a level. Right now, I think, was there 7 billion people on the planet? Is that the right? 7.5, 7.5. Let, yeah, so, just because I did the math already. Let's do 7.5. 4% of 7.5 is 300 million entrepreneurs. You got it. 300 million, and we're only going to have more population growth. And you're going to have a legacy on this book. Can you imagine? This could be like a half a billion entrepreneurs if every entrepreneur, if this became the common language from which entrepreneurs start their journey. That's amazing to think of the amount of value creation that could come. And, and, and again, we're, you know, most of the viewers are probably in the United States now, but I want this to get into every crevice of the world. I mean, so I just like one of my passions, I think about Africa. Oh my God. If, if this content and this philosophy can make its way into those incredibly driven, gritty entrepreneurs, there's already amazing things happening. So this would just be, you know, 10xing what's already happening there. Imagine that. And then I think about the inner city. And then I think about the prison system. You know, my belief is that 25% of prisoners are entrepreneurs that were just kind of misled. And so these are all these amazing entrepreneurs in the making. Get this content to them. Uh, it, then let's go to people in universities, people in the corporate world, people in the corporate world, miserable because they followed the path that they were led to believe was the right path. So that they're everywhere and they don't realize what they are fully. And so we got to find them. That's I call it finding the 4%. Have you have you heard of Defi, Defi Ventures or, um, do you know, Defi Ventures or Hustle 2.0? No. Oh, man. So there's a woman named Kat Hoke. And she's amazing. And but she founded two organizations. One's called Defy Ventures. The other mm -hmm. one's called Hustle 2.0. And literally, they're doing what you're talking about. They're working with these guys who are on like he heavy felons that who got put in jail, and they're they're teaching them entrepreneurism in these like gnarly penitentiary systems. And you want to the, the you want to know what the recidivism rate goes for this group? It, the, okay, so the recidivism rate, the, the percentage of people that actually get thrown back in jail in normal, who are like high level fel, you know, high level felons or high penitentiary felons, seventy percent, seven out of ten end up back in jail. Amazing. The people that do these programs, seven percent, incredibly three percent, and because they learn how to take their hustle and apply it to, to your point, entrepreneurial ventures.
Yeah, by the way, so that's a perfect example of a collaborator. So please connect us if they're looking for more great content. And, you know, with the prison system, I'll donate books to that cause. And so that is one of my passions. I've got two or three collaborators that were working on getting into the prison system. So by all means, if they want more content, it's all free. And so I freely give it to them. Done. Done. Uh, that's happening. So I'm going to make intros. Um, uh, I'll introduce you to some people at Defy and a, and, and a cat if I can make that happen. But and then I have people in Africa too. So I'm going to this guy Darren. He's opening an amazing uh, entrepreneurial, uh, actually medical device pharmaceutical business in in Rwanda because they have such a lack of resources there and entrepreneurs and how they're doing it. Yeah, and I have two collaborators in Africa. And so if all the dots connect, I can even connect them as well. So let's see where the road takes it. That's how this works. We just keep sharing great ideas and passions and uh, one plus one equals three. Oh, man, dude, my brain's exploding. This is awesome. Uh, well, look, you know, I, I know, I know, I think you got a heart, you got a heart stop here. I do. Yes. I need to be on a call in nine minutes. Yeah, I knew where we'd be running. So I'm going to uh, let's get this, th- this bad boy wrapped up. Uh, where can people find you? And I know we've been promoting the e-leap, e-leap.com, but where can they find you? Where they, Obviously, the books are everywhere, but yeah, where can they find you right now? Yeah, so the epicenter of everything Entrepreneur Leap is e-leap.com. And again, if you want to be a collaborator, please click on the Become a Collaborator button. Let's connect. You can get a free chapter of the book there, so you can wet your whistle. You can buy the book there. All these free tools we talked about, the assessment, my biz match, it's all there. So have at it. If you think you're an entrepreneur in the making, Go there, start by taking that assessment and let the journey begin. Oh man, you're a rock star, brother. Like this is some cool stuff. Guys, go out there, support the book. To all my friends who want to collaborate, you guys know where to find Gino. I'm really excited for all, all your work and the work you've done in the past has, has obviously made so many changes to so many lives. And I can't, I can't wait for 300 million entrepreneurs to take the leap with you, my friend. You're here. Super cool. Guys, uh, what a great show. We had huh, Gino. Love it, man. We had Gino. We had Mark Tim earlier talking about his book, uh, Mentor to Millions. Uh, uh, God, this is what a great day. Um, you guys, do me a favor. Subscribe to the show at The Real Darius M on Facebook. You can go to my website, www.therealdarius.com and get on the get on there. Subscribe to the show. That's the way you can get this and share this show that, that we just did with Gino with all your friends and family. Who want to take that entrepreneurial leap? Also, if you if you if you've done it, get my book, read my book, review my book, all those things. We're make we're changing lives on the core value, core value equation side as well. With that said, guys, have a great week. Take care. We'll see you guys next week. We got Nadine Rajabi coming in on Wednesday. She's the showrunner and creator of Under of Under Deck, Bravo's number one TV show um, on cable TV. And we're gonna be talking about entrepreneurism and all the cool things happening on our TV show. <laughs> You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Guys, The Greatness Machine is all about two things. People who are living their passions and those who are creating greatness in the world, and we feature these messages and speakers so it can help you step into your greatness within your own life and your own business. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform you're tuning in from, and leave us a review. We love getting reviews for the show. If the episode made you think of someone who is leveling up in their business and life, print screen it, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers, and after all, we're all here to learn from one another. You can also go to our website, www.thegreatnessmachine.com. That's www.thegreatnessmachine.com. And on there, you'll see special tools to help you scale your business faster. 
show notes for the episode to help you integrate the lessons. And you will also get links that came out during the show. So on there, look, you can also grab a copy of my book, The Core Value Equation, which is a resource for helping CEOs and business leaders establish core values from their teams that don't suck. And mind you, a lot of them suck. Get access to this and more at www.thegreatnessmachine.com. With that said, you guys, look, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We out of here. See you guys next time. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcast.